0: Stories are not for getting followers. They are for building relationships and trust with your followers by humanizing your brand and showing who really is behind your account. Welcome to Small Biz Babes Community Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping ambitious small business owners like you to gain clarity so you can grow a profitable and sustainable small business online. My name is Michaela. I'm a small European town gal with big dreams who moved to Canada, built a multi-six-figure business from living room floor, and now I'm here to give you the answers, the confidence, and the resources you need to create a business and life you love. No filter here. Get ready to dive deep into honest conversations and hear the truth. The failures, the successes, and practical advice from marketing, social media, to systems, mindsets, and habits. You leave feeling empowered and equipped with actionable steps that you can apply to your business and make your goals happen. Let's dive right in. Welcome to episode 15 of Small Biz Babes Community Podcast, where we will be diving into the Instagram stories for small business how to use them, what to post, and how to get more people engaging with your stories. I recently put a sticker on Instagram story asking about Instagram stories in our Small business community, and turns out that most small business owners don't understand what to post and how to get people engaging with their stories, and also, how does it even relate to getting more customers online? So today it's going to be a shorter value packed episode where I'm going to answer these questions. But before we dive in, I'd like to kindly ask you if you listen to this episode and find it valuable, if you could please take a screenshot and share it on your stories and tag me at smallbizbabes community so more small business owners can tune in. I'd appreciate that very much. Now, without further ado, let's get into the first question from Suzanne from Barbados. She asked, can you or how to get more followers from Instagram stories? So, when it comes to Instagram stories, actually, only people who already follow you will watch your stories, And if you think about how somebody discovers you on Instagram to the point that they would get to your stories, it is something like that. So they're scrolling on their feed and your posts, uh, let's say it's a reel, shows up. And if they find it really interesting, they will click on it, check out your profile, and they will see some other posts that you are posting. And if those posts... Usually, it's about top nine of the posts that you have in your profile. So if those posts are something that they would like to see more of, they may hit follow. Once they follow you, they may see more of your posts. And if they are really intrigued and are enjoying what you share, they may tap into your stories to get to know you better. So stories are not for getting followers They are for building relationships and trust with your followers by humanizing your brand and showing who really is behind your account. That's what you really want to use your stories for because, I mean, as a small business owner, because that is how sales on social media happen, through trust and relationship. We are much more likely to trust someone online if we see that there is a real human behind the account, we see the business owner on stories, and we kind of feel like we know them, right? I'm actually going to talk about how to do that in the second question, which is from Larry, who asked, what should I post on my Instagram stories for my small business? Good Question. The fun thing about Instagram stories is that they are not so restricted as your Instagram feed posts because all the posts that you share on a feed, whether it's reels, whether it's photos, or whether it's carousel posts, you want to stick with everything you post on your feed within your niche and within your content pillars. So it's easy for Instagram algorithm to categorize your content and understand what is your account all about and also so people who are looking for your type of content can find it, right? But on your stories, you can share all the fun stuff, whether that is within your niche or not, whether it relates to your business or not. The point here is to show us who you are and give us something that we can relate to and remember about you. The easiest way to do that is to just naturally share a snippet from your day. For example, you can share parts of your morning routine that gives us an idea to see what type of person you are, what values do you have? What lifestyle do you live? Like you probably uh, seen me sharing a picture of the quote from my morning journal that I write every morning or the picture of me making my morning smoothie. And earlier uh, when my husband was making morning coffee for me, he would always make this heart shaped just kind of art that he faked with a spoon and he put it on the top of my coffee and I would share this all the time people would remember and message me, oh my gosh, this is so sweet, my husband does the same thing for me. So really, you just want to use these stories and these real moments from your life to show us who you are. You can share a picture of what you do when you're not working. For example, when you go for a walk, you can take a picture of the path where you go for a walk with A little scenery. Maybe you grab a coffee to go with your friend or with your husband. You can take a picture of that coffee and the scenery of where you live, and even write what type of coffee do you order so we can uh, kind of connect with oh, what type of person she's, what type of coffee she orders, right? Maybe I order the same type of coffee. And with sharing a scenery about where you live, I don't mean like showing you know, your house, and you, you, of course, want to keep your privacy, but I mean more of the countryside of where you live, because all of us are in a different parts of the world. And by creating these points of connection that are outside of your business, give us something to wonder about. Like, let's say you live in Arizona, you'd be always, or you could always take a pictures when you go for a coffee or outside with a friend for a walk, you take a picture of where you go for a walk and we can see those beautiful cactus in the background. Or I am here in Canada and I often take a picture of my coffee uh, with a beautiful lake and the mountains in the background. Or when we go for a weekend trip, I'd share a picture on a ferry and mention something about how much I love this Canadian scenery because that helps people again, connect you with, oh, I see this girl. She always share, you know, something with the palms or she always shares something with a cactus. And you're just giving us these little kind of snippets of the memories that we can connect you with and start building that relationship. I hope this makes sense. And now when we talk about sharing a personal content, I know it may Feel a little bit weird, especially if you are just starting to post on the social media or you have been on the social media for a while, but you don't really feel comfortable with sharing, I don't know, a picture of your coffee or going out for a walk because it just can feel so awkward. But think about whose stories do you watch and what do you remember about them? I bet. That you probably watch stories of some of your favorite followers and what you remember are exactly these little personal snippets from their life. Like, I can totally tell you sum- summary from all the things from the people I watch on a story. Like, I know she just bought a new cup, they were really cute, I may check those out later. I know the other person, she is moving, you know, other person, she just, uh, she's sharing some beautiful art that she's painting in her free time. And those are all the things that I remember about them besides of the fact that they are business owners. But thanks to those stories that they share, I connect with them on a personal level Because if they would only share about their business, I don't care because I don't need their business right now. So I would automatically tune it out. But thanks to the fact that they are sharing those personal moments, they stay in front of my mind. I'm kind of building this virtual relationship with them. All right. So how personal should you go? Someone asked this question. I could not. I could not find. Who was it? But it's a great question because I know it just feels so awkward. Like I remember the times when I started to when I started to post personal things on the social media, and I felt like, oh my gosh, who would care about what coffee I drink? Or isn't this unprofessional to share it? And like, how much personal is too much, right? So I have this golden rule. That when it comes to sharing a personal things on the stories, I normally don't mind sharing things that I would not mind to talk about to nice lady in a coffee shop. But when it comes to personal things that I'd only talk to my mom to or my best friend or to my husband, of course, I would not share that on my stories. Okay, so besides of the personal content and the snippet from your life that you want to share about you as a business owner, of course, you also want to use stories to share a business type of content. So let me give you a five things you definitely need to be posting on stories from the business perspective. Number one, taking us behind the scenes of real moments in your business, like tell us what you are working on, show us the progress of your project, of your launches, of what is going on. Share us your daily to-do list, what you did, what you just finished, because if you share those little moments, like let's say you just schedule out email to your newsletter And you talk in the newsletter about something specific and you take a picture about that and share it on your stories and tell us that, hey, I just scheduled out this newsletter when I am talking about this great thing. Are you part of my newsletter? This is how you, first of all, you're letting us know that, oh my gosh, she has a newsletter. I didn't even know she has a newsletter. But you're also showing us What is it that you do behind the scenes of your business, right? Okay, you know that when I try a business tool that saves me hours of my time and allows me to achieve better results for my business, I'm hooked. And I've got to share it with you. Let me introduce you to Flick. Or should I say my secret Instagram helper? Flick helps you to take the guesswork out of finding hashtags so your content can be discovered by your ideal audience. No more using random hashtags that don't do anything for your business. With Flick, you can find hashtags for your niche within a minute and save them in-app directly for future use. Thanks to their next-level analytics, you can grow your reach with over 20 key metrics you won't find on Instagram. Learn which hashtags to use, what's the best time to post for you, and you can even use their scheduling tool to plan out your content. It's one of my favorite apps of all time. If you'd like to join me and over 20,000 business owners and save time while growing your business on Instagram with Flick, you can start your free trial today via link in the show notes of this episode. Okay, number two, more specifically when it comes to sharing behind the scenes, Absolutely. It's so, so important to share snippets from the behind the scenes of the upcoming launch you are working on and a sneak peeks of that launch because you want your audience, first of all, you want to prime them. You want them to get familiar of what you are working on. And also it's an easy non-salesy way to promote your upcoming launch when you take us along with your journey instead of just coming up on Instagram and say, Hey, I launched this, buy it now. Here's the link, right? Because people didn't create any connection with your product or with your service along the way. They don't understand uh, how this product came about, what is it all about. But when you, let's say you are launching a new scrunchie collection and you are taking us behind the scenes as you are choosing new colors and you are showing us inspiration behind those colors and you are coming up on the stories and talking about how much you love this new material and why do you love it so much and then you share with us a different progress of how you just, I don't know, how you just put them all on your shelf and they are all beautifully styled and they are ready for a launch. This is how you're constantly reminding us that this is what you're working on and this beautiful product, even if we didn't care from the beginning so very much because we've seen it so often in your stories and you weren't even selling it, but you were just talking about it and we saw your passion and and everything, what you put into it, we kind of start building interest, right? Okay, next thing, that is a number three, that we for sure uh, need to share from the business part on your stories, and that is making us part of your process of your upcoming launches by making us part of your decision-making process. You can create a poll where you ask us, like, help me to choose name for this product. Uh, Which color do you prefer? Which material do you prefer? Which packaging do you prefer? Anything. Which fonts? Which photo do you prefer to put on my website? I recently done this. I actually done this on my feed. And it blew my mind how much people commented on it because I was just asking them for their opinion for the rebranding, making them part of the rebranding for my website. And this is something very simple that you can do on stories anytime and get feedback. Not only feedback, but truly make your audience part of your upcoming launch. All right. Uh, Number four, what we absolutely must share on our stories for a business. Those are, again, countdowns and reminders when it comes to upcoming launches, uh, but also if you have some sales that are limited time or limited quantities, people need to be reminded it over and over again. You can even use that countdown sticker that people can kind of turn on and get notification. Number five, for sure, reviews and testimonial So uh, your audience can see that there are already other people shopping from you, that you had happy customers in the past, because that allows you to build that trust. Number six, you can and also should consider answering questions your customers are asking about your product or should be asking about your product to understand how awesome your product is. So you can host like a Q&A session specific to your upcoming launch. And if you don't have an audience that is asking you those questions, you can type in those questions that you want your audience to read. Because... First of all, people are much more likely to continue asking questions when they see that other people are already asking questions. So it will kind of break the ice. But you can also use that strategically to make sure that you communicate the most important facts about this upcoming product or launch to your audience. And once you start asking and answering the questions that you want them to ask, then they will start asking more questions and then you'll just have a whole bunch of questions where you can communicate all those benefits of your product, the quality of your products, when is it launching, how many colors you have, or, you know, all those most important things that you want your customers to know so they understand the value they are purchasing. Okay, and number seven, oh, this is really important. Another thing that you want for sure share on your stories, of course, are links or stories that direct your audience to where you want them to go, not only on your website, but for example, also if you have a blog, if you have other social media accounts where you want them to go follow you, or also if you have a newsletter, Or if you have like a freebie that people can download and opt in to join your newsletter. So those are all the things that you also want to be sharing to make sure that you are taking that audience that you have on Instagram and directing them on your other platforms and ideally growing your email list. All right. And the last question we have from Casey. She asked, how do you get people to engage with your stories? This is a really good question and I know it feels so awkward when you just start posting those personal stories and asking questions in the stickers and nobody is engaging with them. It kind of feels like you're talking to yourself. And let me tell you, it is very normal and it just requires a practice, experimentation, keep going and tracking what resonates. There is a couple of things you can do to stay proactive and make it kind of easier for people to engage on your stories. So first thing that you want to do, especially when you are starting out and you don't have audience that is engaging with you regularly, is make it super easy for them to engage And if you're asking them to engage, share stories that are not just about your business, but again, more personal and just very simple questions. Like, for example, after the weekend, you can share a picture of yourself starting the day and ask a question like, how was your weekend? And use options like too short or it was great. Like it is super simple. It's unsalesy and it doesn't require a lot of thinking or brain activity, or you can ask them, uh, you can take a picture of your morning coffee and ask a question, what is your Monday morning drink, coffee or tea, right? It's just simple things like that, like you would ask a stranger to kind of break the ice and start that conversation, right? Right. Okay, so another thing that you can do is you want to make your audience to feel comfortable and want them to engage with you, which of course takes a time, but you can make it easier for them by simply sharing personal content from day-to-day life. And then if you see people who liked it, send them a message to start that conversation or again at least to break the ice. It can even be something like you sharing a picture of your Monday morning quote in your journal or in a book that you are reading with a slider emoji and then you would send a message to everybody who slided, who interacted with that emoji and just say them that, hey, I've seen you, you like this quote I just wanted to say thank you for being here and I wish you lovely week. Because, again, remember, the people who are watching your stories, they already follow you. So even if you just make that first step that, hey, thank you for being here and say something simple like that, wish them lovely week, it's the first step that you, again, made from them. They will remember that, oh, you actually had interaction with them and they are going to feel more comfortable to interact with you again in the future. Okay, another thing that you want to do, we already touched on that, is to share more personal content. It truly is the key because it's so much easier to engage with the personal content compared to when you just either reshare the exact same posts that you are sharing on your feed or when you're constantly just talking about your business or sharing your product and asking people buy it because unless they want to buy it they are not really have a reason to engage with it right but if you're showing up there even when you are not selling then you are genuinely building relationship with them then another thing of course is to use engagement stickers and a poll questions as much as you can whether it's related to your business or whether it's not related to your business and you're just asking them, how is the weather where you are? Sunny, raining, whatever. And then you can also make it fun for them to engage. Like, for example, creating this or that quiz that can, again, be related to your business or not. And the bonus tip is if you want more people to engage, it's a really good idea to keep track of how your stories perform so we can check your story insights and pay attention to uh, which stories people tap through the most because they are not interested in. And on the other hand, keep track on what you shared, what really resonated that people replied to, sent you DM or interacted with the sticker. You can even have a little notebook, that's what I do, where you track what worked and what didn't, so you can create more of the types of stories that resonates with your audience the most. Okay, and that takes us to the summary we do in the end of each episode. So let's summarize today's episode into three most important takeaways. Number one, Instagram stories are not for growing your audience, or for just reposting your feed posts. They are for humanizing your brand and building relationships and trust with your audience because that is what converts to sales on social media. Number two, if you want people to engage with your stories, make it easy for them to engage and take initiative in engaging with them first. Number three, Don't forget to make your audience part of your future launches by constantly taking them behind the scenes of your progress, sneak peeks, and even getting them vote and make small decisions on your upcoming launch so they feel like they are already invested in it even before you launched. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If this episode resonated with you or helped you in any way, please share it with your fellow small business owners by taking a screenshot and posting it on Instagram stories. Be sure to tag me at Small Biz Babes Community so we can connect and support each other. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you're hungry for more, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Small Babes Community for daily small business tips and inspiration. Thanks again for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.